I'm trying to not depend on blood pressure medicine. I'm trying to not depend on an anxiety pill. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is my alternative? And I was never told that. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna start advocating for myself. I'm gonna start asking questions. I'm gonna start researching, like, whatever. I'm gonna do lectures. I'm gonna take a class if I have to. I will mm-hmm. go to school for this if I have to. <laughs> I need answers. I love that. Yeah. Because my body is telling me something. You all are telling me something else. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, a podcast for conscious creatives who are on the journey to reconnect with their authentic soul self. I'm your host, Mikalei Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each week, you'll be hearing stories from creatives across all paths, sharing their lessons, their wins, and how following their intuitive guidance has allowed them to show up authentically. Along with guest episodes, I'll be sharing my own creative journey, as well as the personal wisdom and insight I receive from my spirit guides and cosmic team. I believe that when we reconnect to our soul essence, we are able to show up more authentically in the world, and with that comes a deeper connection to our creativity and abundance. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. This is going to be a quick quick intro today because I want to jump right into my conversation with Alexis Johnson. But before I do that, I want to wish you all a happy new moon in Leo. I believe it's this Thursday. So the day this episode goes out will be the full or sorry, the new moon in Leo. And I'm not sure what my new moon practice or ritual will be. I've honestly kind of fallen off any kind of new moon or full moon practice, the Capricorn full moon was the first time in a while that I'd like consciously checked in to see what will be coming up for me. But for this Leo new moon, I definitely want to set some time aside and reflect on what's coming up for me to focus on for the new cycle. Not to mention, I'm also an Aquarius and Leo is the sister sign to Aquarius. So there's also going to be a full moon in Aquarius during this Leo sun season. So it's a lot of Aquarian Leo energy. So if you have any strong placements in those signs, just be prepared for a lot of downloads and insights to come through. Maybe your dreams get, you know, really vivid. I know we have the Lionscape portal, which I'm sure I'll do a little snippet or something about that um, when that comes up next week or the week after next. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really cool energy that happens within Leo season. So if there's ever, um, a season to really stand firm in being seen or even practice being seen, but, um, yeah, so just be prepared for downloads, insights, maybe some really vivid dreams, inspiration, uh, a lot of creativity, boldness, the word presence is coming up. Um, you might feel very playful. Uh, so just allow yourself to experiment and explore with your creativity. I know I bought some I bought some paints. I wanted to get back into painting. Oof. Like during somebody's new moon, full moon. And it was just like, oh, I'm gonna go to I've been wanting to get back into painting for a while. 
And just that weekend, I was like, I was out running errands. And I was like, you know what? I'm over here by Michael's. Let me go in here and get the paint. And, um, you know, the Bristol board. Or I, I didn't get Bristol board. I got another kind of paper. But I was like, let me just buy this stuff. And that will, like, inspire me. That will encourage me to, like, you know, start back into painting. Child. <laughs> ain't touched. Ain't opened. Nan. Bottle of paint. So, I'm really going to make that a priority this season to allow myself to explore and have fun with that because I really enjoyed painting. Um, I took a color theory class in college and I loved it. It was like a three hour long class, one hour or like 45 minutes of lecture. And then the rest of the time we were working on like our projects for the class and it was just peaceful, quiet. I put my music on, you know, I did what I needed to do, paint, mixing colors. It's the mixing colors for me. Like I... <clears throat> excuse me I love mixing colors and creating new colors like I, there's something about that for me just it really really lights me up so that's why I was feeling called to get back into painting so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for myself or I've had it for at least a couple of months now and I haven't touched none of it <laughs> so I'm gonna make time for that and maybe and hey maybe that is my new moon ritual you know what I'm saying like sometimes it just it looks different every time and I'm I'm learning to be okay with that it doesn't always have to be like okay step one light candle step two open journal like it doesn't have to be that regimented it could be whatever you're feeling called to do so let's I'm gonna read a little bit of a snippet about this Leo season energy so that way y'all can can, can um uh, better know and understand what this Leo energy is all about, okay? So, it says, <laughs> I don't know why I paused. <clears throat> Since Leo is about love and love is about vulnerability, ruled by the sun, Leo brings us to our center. This season, we journey inward to our core essence to find out who we are, who we want to be, and how we can lead ourselves forward. This awakening requires an open heart, a willingness to have challenging, honest conversations with your soul, and the courage to live from an authentic place in every situation life hands you. Leo's energy encourages us to live a wholehearted life. To do so, we must release any armor and stand bravely in the world, being seen for who we are right now. It takes great courage to live this way, and this path is not for everyone, but once chosen, this path leads to joy, love, and the feeling of complete aliveness. The journey of Leo is a powerful one, and this season is an opportunity to feel your power and ability to lead your life with an open heart. Many aspects of leadership center around expression. As we journey through Leo season, take the opportunity to find your roar, your voice. What are you not saying, both to yourself and to others? Challenge yourself to have hard conversations that require courage, risk, and vulnerability. First, have these conversations with yourself then have them with others, and remember to have them with compassion. The key to Leo's energy is an open heart. You can say just about anything if you say it with your whole heart involved. Throughout this season, be honest with yourself. Be honest about who you are and what you want. Ask yourself the tough questions and allow pieces of yourself long buried out of fear to reveal themselves. Be willing to see all your colors and to say the things you've been afraid to say. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of other paragraphs, but I think I'm going to hold off on those. I feel like what I just read was a really good 
encompassing um, explanation of Leo. And obviously, we can get much, much, much deeper. But I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> so, yes, happy Leo season, everyone. Um, I also wanted to share that if you'd like to receive more insights and musings from me, I'd love to invite you to join my newsletter, Sunday's Communion. So Sunday's Communion is a bi-weekly, sometimes weekly, I like to throw that in there because sometimes it's weekly, sometimes it's bi-weekly. <laughs> um, and this is my newsletter where I share my insights around mental, emotional, energetic, and creative well-being. So if that piques your interest, you can head over to the show notes and sign up. I've um, placed the link there. Okay, now let's get into this beautiful episode with my dear friend, Alexis Johnson, I met Alexis in high school, and it's crazy to think that we've known each other for that long, but we have. And so just throughout the years, we've always managed to stay in touch one way or another, mostly on social media, mostly on Twitter, <laughs> when I was on Twitter. And uh, I'd say maybe about three or four years ago, we connected, or we reconnected, and I think that's like when we realized, you know, just kind of like based on the little things that we were both posting on our Twitter feeds, that um, we were kind of going through like our spiritual awakening around the same time. So that just really kind of cemented our bond even more. So I'm super grateful that we've managed to stay connected after all these years. And she has such an incredible story around her emotional and physical healing journey, um, bits and pieces that I had no clue about. So just hearing her speak about her story and how she really began to start advocating for herself through food and herbs was so empowering, so enlightening for me. I was jotting down notes. Like when I was going back listening to the episode, she starts railing off all these different herbs that you can use for this element, that element. I was like, oh, let me get a pen and a paper. I need to write this down. So, um, Definitely feeling inspired to, you know, do my research on my herbs and whatnot and the foods that I can be um, putting into my body to really help support and nourish me. So all that to say, <laughs> I cannot wait for you all to hear this story and to hear this episode. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Alexis Johnson. Yay! Well, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm looking forward to everything that this conversation has in store for us. I'm looking forward to hearing about all you've been up to. Yeah. Yes. So let us know who you are, where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I am Alexis. I am Bonnie Botanical on Instagram, and I am your friend. <laughs> and I am located in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, where I am here with my son. Mm. And that is who I am. I am Alexis. I am a mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, honey, and a creative one at that. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yes. So let's just kick it off with sure. a little question, girl. How you been? <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> Oh gosh, I've been well, honestly. I've been mm. having um, moments of like gratitude. And mm. so I'm just in conversation, in prayer, in like the shower. I'm just like, yeah, God, we're here. You know, mm. like this is life, we're here. And thank you for this moment. Like I've just been 
praying a lot lately mm. um and just trying to like energetically shift a few things you know what's going on in the world mm-hmm. um you know just trying to stay grounded so yeah. that's what I've been doing lately like a lot like a lot more than I have been mm-hmm. and I should <laughs> and I should well I love the fact that you brought up you've been grounding so I'm very interested to hear what that looks like for you like what um tools or affirmations like you know how do you ground and then how does it feel for you when you know like okay yes I'm grounded oh okay so I used to think grounding was just this like space to just feel like you're just so secure like Mm -hmm. I have all the security I have money I have things I'm working hard I'm a good person like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm solid you know I am here in the moment I'm planted I'm rooted I'm growing and it really hasn't been that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really hasn't it's actually just been me being secure with myself knowing that I'm making the right decisions you know, knowing that I am being honest, that I'm being a good mother, a good daughter, um, a good friend, a good coworker, <laughs> whatever, you know, I'm just, I'm making sure that I can be myself, mm-hmm. whatever that comes with, which comes with many, but also have secure and loving relationships with other people. Because mm. I just feel like grounding really just comes from like having support, mm-hmm. having support. So, um, you know, I did all the go outside, put your feet in the grass, <laughs> you know, get sun activation. I'm like, yeah, floating, get the light codes. Yes, just like <laughs> God, like just shine your light through me, just, mm. just heal me, you know, just. I just want to release things, release everything blocking me mm-hmm. from being my true higher self, you know, Girl. who I'm supposed to be. That has been grounding for me. And I've Girl. just been thinking, like, it's so many other things. Like, I have to make sure my chakras are aligned. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I got my crystals. I'm praying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me do my yoga. Let me juice. And I'm mm-hmm. doing all these things. And it's like, no, it's really just you coming back to yourself. Mm. That has been grounding for me, advocating for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Mm. It's been a, and it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, But I owe it to myself. Mm. I owe it to myself, you know? And that's what makes, that's what makes, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Wow. There's so much that you hit on that. I was just like, Oh, we, um, the first thing that stood out to me was how you were saying that you feel like being grounded. is just really, um, feeling supported. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way, but just hearing you talk about it and just like imagining like, yeah, having people that you feel like you can rely on and, no, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that actually feels really good. Because sometimes we don't always have it together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're like, women are just 
taught to just be like stand on your own you mm-hmm. know like you don't really need anybody you can do all of these things just like man and mm-hmm. it's like no I have a bad day I have a sad day mm-hmm. I might forget something which is <clears throat> excuse me which is a cause and effect so say I forget to pay a bill okay that is a late fee wow mm-hmm. I'm paying extra say I forget to <laughs> I'm on my routine and mm-hmm. I'm like, I know I shouldn't have stayed up. <laughs> okay. Now the next day I'm running late to my appointment and I'm creating this anxiety rushing mm. and, you know, just like in traffic, like, Oh my God, like I have to get there. And it's like, it's a cause and effect. It's a mm. cause and effect, but I, you have those days and that's where your support comes in, you know, mm. whether it's let me help you or, you know, I'm here to listen or I'm sending prayers. I'm going to, you know, help you transmute this energy, mm-hmm. whatever it be is support. And when you know that you have that and also God, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I go to God before anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do. And I know that he's guiding me, but you need the support through guidance. Mm-hmm. You, you know, yeah. some people mm-hmm. might not. Some people might really got it maybe just want to hold a hand some Mm -hmm. people might need crutches in a wheelchair like right however your path may go I feel like everybody should be supported you know Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah I love that and the second thing that that stood out to me when you answered that question girl did you not know I I literally prayed the exact same prayer over myself over the weekend I went to go visit oh, a friend in Austin yes. and uh, we, we were having an experience and uh, I literally, I was like, like, that's, that's what my intention is. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was literally verbatim what you said, like release anything that is preventing me, blocking me from stepping into my next phase of self. Yes. You know what I mean? Level. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, I'm tired of being here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm t- I'm tired of creating this little reality. Yeah, I'm ready to switch it up. Exactly. I'm ready to see how much I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was definitely so bold one time to uh, ask Spirit. I was like, I want to, I want to know, I want to see how powerful I really am. Like, I'll, like show me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like you. Okay, you need to show me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As I'm a little intimidated by that, but yeah, girl, like, low key, we all are. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> woo like show me. Woo, okay. <laughs> That's the thing, though. We all are. Yeah. Because yeah. we're powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, we're powerful. We're love. Like we could just do so many things. And, um, as people, we forget that, you know, I, I, you can't control what's going outside. You cannot control that, but Mm -hmm. I feel like we really create our happiness and Mm -hmm. whether that is telling God, like, show me who, who I'm supposed to be, who Mm -hmm. I'm capable of being, how to get there. Give me the discipline. Give mm-hmm. me the support 
Mm -hmm. and show me. And I think people just, we have so many things going on. We forget that. It's basically putting ourselves first. Mm -hmm. While we're asking God to help this person, that person, this situation, that, you know, situation, jobs, whatever going on, we usually forget to ask God to really show us Mm -hmm. and, you know, let us become our best version of ourselves. We forget that. We do. And And it's also a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's intimidating because it's like I took so long to get to this point I know <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't happen overnight either mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah and I feel like I'm finally at a place of accepting that <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like I'm you know I've struggled so long with like just being impatient and wanting to skip steps and you know all of that not wanting to see the truth, being avoided. Because if you see the truth, the truth's going to tell you, girl, it's not ready yet. Okay. <laughs> but you don't want to hear that. So yeah. I, man, oh man, I resonate with that so much. Like I've, can't even tell you how many lessons I've had to learn around like just patience and divine timing. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. being like, okay, like I know I want this thing. I see it. I made the list all right spirit like now it's, it's up to you you know like you show yeah. me the steps how do, how do I get here what do I need to do what do I need to learn so that's another question that I know I was avoiding asking for a long time it's like oh I want this thing but oh don't don't test me now don't don't bring right. no challenges right over now. here now oh, yeah like, I don't, don't want to be like child uh, just give it to me <laughs> <we're rescheduled. laughs> Oh my God. And I had to realize like, okay, wait, like you are literally blocking yourself. You can't ask for this thing and not be at a place in space to show why you are worthy of it. To show yourself ultimately. Yeah. That you are worthy of it, you know? And I have to remind myself. You owe it to yourself. Yes. And I have to remind myself all the time, like, you not trusting in yourself is you not trusting in God. You not trusting in source. You not trusting in spirit. Like, Cause that's who's operating this whole power. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm constantly yeah. having to remind myself that. So I'm resonating with that, but you know, for a while I took that as feeling defeated because mm. I was like, I'm giving up. Like, mm. you know, lessons, lessons empower me because right. I'm like, what's next? Mm-hmm. And I'm manifesting situations and and disappointment and heartbreak and all of these lessons. And it's like giving up on that feels like defeat. But I wasn't, I should have been looking at it as surrendering mm-hmm. and, you know, just asking God to like show me the path to myself, not not this, not mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. attachments I have doing my inner child healing, yes. like my trauma. I don't want to be, I don't want to be triggered. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that reality. I know life has its ups and downs, but show me so that I'm prepared for ups and downs. And, you know, 
we, I just, in life, like, I think a lot of us, especially me, let me just speak for myself. We try <laughs> to avoid like the disappointments or whatever. Yes. And now my prayer to God is, you know, help me navigate through it. Mm-hmm. You know, let me take it. Let me take the moments for what they were. You mm-hmm. know, let me take the lessons for what they were. And whatever happens is in divine time. And let these not just be blockages and like to slow me down, mm-hmm. you know? And I would just, I would just switch. I just, I don't know. I switched my mind frame like that because um, being defeated really just made me like be in this victim role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. just made me be in a victim role. And I was like, I'm trying to manifest my best life and I'm playing victim. Yeah. Like, girl take accountability, (laughs) Mm -hmm. own it, and move on. Yes. Yes. I still resonate with that manifesting your best life because I just really came into that awareness myself. You know, like I'm like manifesting all these little things. And one day, you know, in my morning routine, and I was just like doing a meditation and I was like, okay, trying to remember all these little bits and pieces that I'm trying to manifest. I was like, what, like, I was like, what? what is the commonality in all of this? It's like, what, what is the root core of all these things that I'm wanting to manifest? Yes. And I realized I was like, I'm, re- I'm manifesting my best life. Like that's to me what I feel like is my best life, me, my best life, having all these things in place, you know, in order. And so I really, when I realized that I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like it, it almost felt like, like too obvious. <laughs> Yeah. It like yeah. really like went right over my head until I was like, oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like my yeah. best life. Yeah. Cause and you know, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I and trying to piggyback on that because I'd lost my train of thought, but <laughs> usually our best life looks like to some people, that's a brand new car. We all want a brand new car, mm. okay? We all, mm-hmm. we all want a penthouse. <laughs> we all want a vacation. <laughs> we all want to do those things. But our best life, for me, like my best life is having abundance and with resources. Like I was at the mm-hmm. store the other day and I didn't even look at the little cash register. I just swiped my card and went and I, I got in the car and I was like, girl, you need to check the receipts. Um, <laughs> but in that moment, I was like, God, thank you for the abundance to even get resources. Mm. You know, like, thank you for that. Like, there are so many people that don't have that. Mm-hmm. And I go to my place and I love my space and my home and I'm I'm cleaning. I'm like, yes, thank you for having these things. Thank you for a washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. Thank you for a kitchen. Thank you for all of these blessings. And this is, this to me is my best life because mm-hmm. there's so many other things that could have happened to me in my journey. And I'm like at peace with myself mm-hmm. and I am just staying grounded 
and it feels good. And I'm like, this is my best life. I could go on vacation. I could get a new car. I could do those things. I'm not really driven by that. (laughs) (laughs) I am content with whatever I have. But um, that to me is my best life. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they're manifesting. They're getting the pay raise. They're doing these. They're going on trips. And however that feels to them externally, that's for them. Mm -hmm. You know, but for me, I had to get out of comparison mode because I would be like, that's really not what I want. That doesn't, Mm -hmm. I don't feel accomplished doing that. I'm like, I feel good. I feel like great about myself and with things that like have security with my job, like something so simple as I get along with my team, like we're a family. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God, thank you for that. Because there's people that can't stand their job, but they Mm -hmm. have to provide. And I'm like, here I am providing, you know, for my kid. And I'm just basking in these moments of like peace. And I'm just like, I'm just grateful. And that to me has like been like, yes, I'm trying to, you know, manifest my best life. But it's like, this is as good as you're going to want it to get. It could be better. It can. You know, everybody wants to be lavish and go on trips. You know, we all want a bag. Uh, But but other people can be like, I want to live off the grid and Mm -hmm. have a farm. And I want to be milking a cow every morning. Like that is a fruitful life for me. Mm -hmm. That's where my destiny is. And it's just like, however people are, it's like whatever moment you're in and you feel the gratitude, you feel the security, you feel safe. Like, remember that that's your best life. That's Mm. the best that you probably have in this lifetime, not this lifetime, but since you've been alive, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You might have a messed up childhood. People who don't have a washer and dryer and then you get to that moment in life and you're like, I want more money or I want this and that. And it's like, did you forget you didn't grow up with a washer and dryer and you have one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it just gets better. Life gets better, literally. And that manifests my best life. I just wanted to get better and better mm-hmm. and better and be grateful in it because it can all it really can just go away. Right. You can lose everything. People lose everything every day evicted national Mm -hmm. tragedies roof got ripped off flooded like all these material things can be gone tomorrow Mm -hmm. what are you grateful for for that moment like this is the next day is the the better version than yesterday yeah i'm just here in that moment and whatever i have so Mm. i love that i'm rambling (laughs) no but I love when you were talking about just having those moments of gratitude and yeah. identifying them as being peace. Because as you were saying that, I was literally having flashbacks of me because I've had those moments on my couch. Like, oh my God, I cannot believe like this is my apartment. I have my own space. Oh, my little coffee table is so cute here. Like, I love this vibe. Like, I I've had s- several moments like that recently. And they were definitely identified. I would identify them as moments of gratitude, but as peace. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. And so being able to make that connection just now, like 
feel like it has so much more weight. I was like, oh, wow. Like that was a moment then, you know, because mm-hmm. I did feel at peace, mm-hmm. you know? So now, you know, I am able to look back and, and, and really get the value out of those moments. But now even moving forward, when I have those moments, now I have that cognizance around like, oh, this is your peace. Like this is like, remember yeah. this feeling. Yeah. Cause this only gets better and better and better as well. Mm-hmm. No, and I better. love what you, you said. Have a new opportunity every yeah. day, every yeah. day to manifest something. T- tomorrow you might want to go get another coffee table that's bigger or <laughs> or shinier or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. better. Yeah, and I also love what you said about manifesting like more gratitude for those moments as well, because that's so yeah. important. Like just how. And I think we do forget this as well, like just how you can, you know, we ask for things, you can also ask for support, strength, courage, you know, you can ask for more gratitude, you know, you can also be manifesting that as well. So that's where I kind of saw when you said that, you know, being grateful in it, in those moments, I'm like, yeah, girl, you got to manifest more gratitude. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I, um, when I'm out with family and I've lately, like, I go out with a friend or whatever I just be like thank you like Mm -hmm. we had a good time today or we Mm -hmm. got a lot done today or today was such an amazing beautiful day and I'm glad I spent it with you like thank you Mm -hmm. and I've just been telling people that like you know because at the same time thanking God like I made it home safe right (laughs) I made it home safe all my wheels are in my car Mm -hmm. you know nothing happened to me and I made it back to my safety, my peace. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've just been catching myself just telling people, like, thank you. Like, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for mm. going to the museum with me. Or thanks for picking groceries with me. You know, thank you for having that moment with me. Thank you for mm. being there. And it's like, everybody's connected to God, you know? Yeah. So... I'm so, and at first I was such a little introvert, okay, especially during the <laughs> pandemic. I was like, get away from me! I don't want to be bothered with people. And it's like, no, I really like being around people. <laughs> I really like being around people, other humans, sharing the in- good energy, sharing mm-hmm. the energy, bouncing creative ideas off each other, cooking together, mm-hmm. intimacy, taking a walk, you know playing or outside maybe taking a road trip like those moments with people I have just been enjoying it because for so long I ran away from it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I ran away from it especially during like my healing just isolating myself didn't know how to feel I ran away from it and like human connection that energy is just so sacred Mm. you know and I'm just I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it. And it's really helping me. That's the support. Mm-hmm. That's the support. It's helping. Yes. I resonate with that so deeply. I've been having those moments myself of just like craving human connection. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I've finally reached the place where I like, I, I finally understand what the Zoom fatigue is. Like, I don't want to see you online. I want to go like, <laughs> I want to see you in person. And I can't tell you like... <laughs> I went to go visit a friend in Austin over the weekend and it was just so nice to be like 
having like, you know, a few girlfriends, like going to dinner, going to do this, going to do that. I was like, I miss this. I literally have like a friend and a half here because my one friend has not messaged me back in like months. I'm like, all right, well, he must be going through something. So then I have my other friend. Um, But yeah, you know, and I I think it's the Aquarian in me as well. It's like, I do like diversity. Like I need more than just one friend. I need a few. I need, you know, I like, I like to have. Yeah friends over here, friends over there. Like that's always been my MO, you know? Different I miss people, that. different things to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I have, I miss that. I have one friend here. Um, and it's been amazing. I've had, you know, acquaintances. I've met mm-hmm. people. It just didn't really work out after a while. Like, mm-hmm. you know, either we just lost contact or we went out and we actually felt like we didn't like being around each other. <laughs> and that's, that's friends, platonic and romantic. Like, mm-hmm. I just, no, I mm-hmm. want to leave my house for this. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel when you said you have Zoom fatigue, when I say I don't answer my phone, I don't <laughs> want to talk on the phone. I want in-person connection and speaking with each other. I want mm-hmm. to talk. I want to hear you. I want to feel, you know, the love, the energy. And I'm like, Maybe I've always been like slow to text. Okay. I'm terrible mm-hmm. at texting. And I'm terrible at returning calls. But I've gotten to the point where I just don't like being on my phone. Don't call, come to my house. And it sucks because I am in a new location and I do have family, you know, back home. Mm-hmm. And I am just like, don't like, I don't want to be on the phone. I don't want to text. I don't want to FaceTime, whatever, you know. Um, and they would, they would be like, we don't hear from you. And I'm just like, visit, you know, visit, like, <laughs> let's, I'll make a visit. You make a visit. Like we, I wanted to be around you. Like I, yeah. I miss you. And you know, the phone thing really makes you miss people. Cause it's like, Oh, I want to be a part of your day. If somebody mm-hmm. tells you the day you're like, well, I wish I was there. And so I don't feel like that. I just want to answer the phone. <laughs> I don't answer the phone. I'm like, I want to be around people. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want that connection. Like, that's just what my body wants. Like, my soul wants that. And I'm just honoring that. Um, because, you know, society, everything is online. Everybody's talking mm-hmm. online. The delivery is online. The, your work is online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Social media. You're connecting with your cousin. Oh, your cousin had a baby. Like, all that things. <laughs> And yeah. nobody is really like getting together and having like community, you know, it, mm. we're just all disconnected. We're just mm. all disconnected. And I like, I it. love that. <laughs> right. I like it. Have you been trying um, like any platforms or anything like that, as far as like connecting with community? Like I know for me, I girl got back up on Meetup. I had forgotten all about Meetup. And I was like, oh shoot. I was like, maybe there's some groups on there. Um, so it's basically like it's basically like this website, this platform for people to come together over common interests. And literally, like there are, are oh, that's cool. like groups about all kind of stuff, you know. So I went on there, I was like, let me see what's going on, like in my in my city in Santa Fe. Um, so I, I joined a few groups. I haven't attended any of the things yet (laughs) (laughs) hilarious 
Cause like, I don't know, like I, there was some that have my interest. When I look at the people who are like, like I'm looking for like my tribe, you know what I mean? So like, I Girl, trust your, <laughs> trust that gut. Like, okay, this is not for me. Trust it. Like the topics are there, like what they're meeting up about, but it's like, mm-hmm. this isn't my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't my people though. <laughs> No, these are not my, this is not my cup of tea. Not my I appreciate tea. what they're doing though, but yes. I just don't see me being a part of this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Oh, you know, yes. I'm asking Spear. I'm like, all right, yes. Spear, like, please, can you, like, can you connect me to some people, please? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. I think it's lonely. Like nobody wants to be lonely. We want to, you know, share mm-hmm. common things with um I like being around people because that's where like a lot of my intuition comes from Mm. like comfort like confirmation Mm. just having conversations with people I go to you know physical therapy and I go to the grocery store and I go to the park and I meet people and it's confirmation just having a conversation about anything I Mm. remember I was talking to a dad at the park and we were just connecting dots and like speaking with him on what I felt Mm -hmm. and he's just like adding fuel to that and I'm like whoa wow you're helping me connect dots and then yeah and then I would go to physical therapy or the chiropractor and I do research and I study and you know I'm all about just self-healing and and advocacy Mm -hmm. and just by asking questions Mm -hmm. it's like wow okay I did see that I did feel that or that confirms what I assumed happened when A, B, C and D get together you know Mm -hmm. and it's like having conversations with people always connect to that always connect especially during my whole journey of like healing Mm -hmm. It's just been people after people after people and sometimes intimidating. Mm-hmm. Remember we asked God, show us our best self. Yeah, yeah. And we're just like, hold up. Like, we're going <laughs> to reschedule. I get confirmations like that. Like, yes, keep going. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. Go wow. on that path. Pushing me, pushing me. Like, yeah, it's, I, I need that. I need that. I could not, I, you know, I just can't be in the house for more than a few days. I'm like, I need to go outside Girl, <laughs> be, with, be amongst the people, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I need to go outside. I feel that. I feel that so deeply. Oh man. Yeah. And I'd love to, since you brought it up, your healing journey, I'd love to go ahead and like dig into that section. Cause I know yeah. for you, um, food is also a big part of your your journey as well so I'd love to just like walk us through your healing journey walk us through like how you got into you know your 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 herbs and you put me on game to some stuff especially when it came to the (laughs) menstrual cycle I was like oh snap okay (laughs) well I um I have not always been healthy I mean Mm -hmm. you know I wasn't taught that growing up um my family I have been overweight majority of my life and I was, my doctors were like, oh, you're healthy because your blood pressure is fine or you don't mm-hmm. have diabetes or you're active. You can run on a treadmill, all these things. And I'm like, yeah, but I have weight. Okay. I have mm-hmm. weight. Mm-hmm. And 
growing up in a household, my grandma was Creole <laughs> and mm. my grandpa was from South Carolina and the food they cooked was very nourishing. I wasn't like my mom cooked, you know, nice. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really grow up in a house where fast food was an option, like at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I was having the the food, the rice, the gumbo, the, mm. um, my grandpa would, do collard greens, string beans, mm. potatoes, sweet potatoes. Everything was just from scratch, from his garden or the grocery store. You know, they would go fishing. Like I grew up around that way of cooking, but I have weight. Mm. <laughs> and then as I got into teenage, you know, you just don't have self-control at all. Mm. I went through depression. I was going through things at home. I, you know, I didn't find joy in school at all. I was bored. Mm -hmm. So I had all of these things and I am, I totally disregard any of like everything. Like I just was like, I'm just going to eat whatever. And I wouldn't binge, but I just had like sugar cravings. And, you know, we're like society shows us like fat people. You ever seen Sex on Your Found Life? I see those people and I'm like, I didn't eat like that. And not mm-hmm. saying I'm Sex on Your Pound. Right, right. But it's like, I didn't eat like that. But emotionally, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. like you're stressed out. You want to eat. You know, you had a long day. Like, let me just grab a snack. And mm-hmm. I just been chubby. I just been chubby. And so as I got older, like I didn't lack any self-confidence, you know, Mm -hmm. like I liked boys. I, my friends be like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so fun. Weight really wasn't like anything that I was like so alarmed about, you know, I was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, but then I, I had went through a terrible breakup. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> moved across state and the my body was in this routine of waking up at a certain time because that's the time that person used to wake up and mm. so I used to get and it was five in the morning I used to get so bored and so I remember my friend was like why don't you just go take a walk whatever I was like yeah I'm gonna go do that walking turned into jogging jogging turned into running mm. I dropped like so much weight and I still wasn't eating healthy. Like what I know now, that wasn't me then. Mm-hmm. And so the weight comes off. I'm just like active, like whatever. I didn't even pay attention to it. People were noticing this. And then after like four or five months, I got on the scale and it was all this weight I lost. Mm. And so then I get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I get pregnant. And so this is where my healing journey kicked in because Mm. when I was pregnant, my body was so stressed out. It could not carry Mm. a baby. And I had my son at six months. Wow. And so to me, oh, I lost this weight. Like I'm active, you know, like I got all these, you know, like I have more self-confidence. I feel like I'm pleasing everybody around me that ever mm. had a problem with my weight. Wow. And my body was like, girl, that doesn't matter. Like that mm. doesn't matter. None of, none of that matters right now. You have a lot of stuff going on internally. And so 
to me, I just felt like it was preeclampsia, but I just felt like my body was rejecting the baby. Like it's too much stress. Like I can't support this. And so, um, I went to the hospital and I, of course they go, well, you know, you have high blood pressure and maybe it's your weight. And I'm like, I haven't eaten like four months. Like I had terrible symptoms. Like I could not even keep a meal down. I was like, Mm. it's not my weight. And they were like, well, you know, we don't know. I was like, well, I'm having trouble breathing. Like I don't, I've never had asthma. Um, I'm naming all these symptoms and I'm like, I've never had these ever in life. Right. But they were just like, oh, it's your weight. And I'm like, okay. So after like being ignored and I'm like, I know something doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. I went to the emergency room and I was like, I'm not leaving until somebody tells me like, what's going on? Like, I feel funny. I don't feel my baby. You know, like I'm exhausted. My feet are swollen. Like what's going on? So Mm -hmm. I was in there for about 12 hours and they were like, we're just going to put you on bed rest. And I got in my hospital bed at five in the morning. Like that's when they sent me upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Nurse shifts switch at seven. So the new nurse comes in and I, um, you know, introduced myself. And then she was like, have you been feeling the baby kicking? And I was like, no, that's why I came to the hospital. Like I don't feel kicking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she checks my blood pressure, like on the machine. It's so high. It was high when I got admitted to the emergency room, right. but it was extremely high. And then she puts the baby monitor on and he has no heartbeat. <gasps> so I immediately get rushed to the OR. They're swarming in and I'm having all this anxiety and I go into surgery and I was, my I, that even made my blood pressure rise wow. extremely high, right? So of course I pass out, you know, count backwards. And I wake up like two or three days later. Mm. And when I wake up, I'm like, where, where's my baby? Mm-hmm. And I have a panic attack, blood pressure. Like, boop, 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 boop. And they put me to sleep. Like they had what? to knock me out. Like, girl, calm down. <laughs> yeah. wow. And so next day I woke up, I was more coherent. And the nurse was like, you almost died. Like, we literally were trying to get your pressure down because you were about to stroke and die. We told Mm. your family to come to the hospital because you and the baby might not make it. And so I wake up and she's like, can we call your family in? My family coming in crying. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) It was so crazy. I'm like, what's going on? They were telling me the story, what happened. And I was like, where's my baby? He's in NICU, right? So he was born with a tear in his stomach Mm. and he had gas. So another nurse comes to me and says, we have to perform surgery on your son. Um, We like, we have to now because he's going to die. I have a whole nother panic attack. Mm. They're like, we can't keep your pressure down. So you don't have a stroke and die. (laughs) I'm like, this is a lot going on. Right. Oh my goodness. They transport him to another hospital 30 minutes away. I gave permission with this whole thing. I could not get my blood pressure down 
So I had to stay in the hospital for about two weeks with preeclampsia. And it was, they were just like, your blood, and I'm, I've never experienced high blood pressure. I don't even know where it came, even came from. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, you have preeclampsia. This is what happens. And, um, you know, we cannot release you until your blood pressure is normal because, hello, like now we're responsible for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. That goes on. I get to the NICU. My son is in the NICU for four months. Okay. Growing, growing. He was born under a pound and he had to grow. The surgery was successful, everything. And I just watched him blossom. And so the nurses um, provided like lactation classes and nutrition classes and all of these things because they're like, oh, we want the mom to have like healthy breast milk, da 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 da. And I'm in these classes and I'm like, whoa, like I didn't know this stuff. I didn't know you were supposed supposed to eat this and that to make more milk. Like this is what sugar does to your body. Like they were, you know, I had even like ordered a couple of books because I was like, my goal is to make sure my kid gets healthy. Mm-hmm. And if that requires me to be healthy, so be it. Mm-hmm. And I just was adamant about going to those classes. I was adamant about learning. I was adamant about changing my diet, changing my lifestyle to save my son's life and my life. I was adamant. And so I had high blood pressure all through postpartum. It lasted about two years. And within those two years, I, of course, you know, you go out, you have brunch, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my diet, <laughs> my diet was like sweet potatoes, fish, eggs, green leaf vegetables. Like these are the things to produce milk. If mm, I produce okay. milk and give it to my baby, he gets healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I learned about, you know, um, just even how sugar can like affect a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. like even certain carbs, like your body trying to digest it. Mm-hmm. I already had, you know, overweight problems, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't eating that well, even though I lost all that weight, I wasn't eating sweet potatoes and salmon for dinner, right. and a light yogurt and a green juice. I wasn't mm-hmm. eating like that. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So When I did, I felt amazing. And then maybe during the postpartum, they were like, they wanted to put me on a medicine. And I took it for one day, had an allergic reaction. And I was like, no thanks. Like, Mm. I'm good. I was like, I'm good on this. I don't need any anxiety or depression pill. Mm -hmm. Like, my body showed me, (laughs) girl, no. You know? Wow. <laughs> and so I was like, how can I fix my emotions mm. and what's mentally going up there with food? How can I fix that? I can't have this pill. I've obviously I've, shown I'm allergic and my body rejected it. I don't want it. And what is my alternative? You know? And I was like, because I have to feel better. Postpartum mm-hmm. was extremely scary. Mm. I was, I had crying spells. 
I had days where I didn't sleep. I called my mom like crying, like um, she lived in a whole nother state. And I was like, I am scared to go to sleep because I might sleep for days and I have a baby I have to feed. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's safe. And so I was like, you know what? I got to make some changes and the doctors are not listening to me. They're not really telling me anything. Like I, I was more offended that she would just shove a medication down my throat, like, and didn't even check if I was allergic, didn't even mm-hmm. check family history. Like, just take this, you know? And I, even my blood pressure medicine, even my blood pressure medicine, just, just take this, just take this. Okay. What are the side effects? What's going to happen? And the blood pressure medicine. And then I had allergies during all this blood pressure medicine, allergies, stopped my breast milk production. Devastated. I, Mm. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm good. I went to the doctor. I was like, you already didn't listen to me. When I had all these symptoms, I ended up having my baby at six months. I'm trying to not depend on blood pressure medicine. I'm trying to not depend on an anxiety pill. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is my alternative? And I was never told that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to start advocating for myself. I'm going to start asking questions. I'm going to start researching, like, whatever. I'm going to do lectures. I'm going to take a class if I have to. I will Mm. go to school for this if I have to. I need answers. Yeah. Because my body is telling me something. You all are telling me something else. And I listen to my body. I listen to my body. And so I got deep into changing the food I eat, you know, colors and this vegetable does this to your hormones. Mm. And it just got, I got deeper and deeper and I became the living example of what I was finding out. And, and all of these things are what God provides for us. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anything man made. I was, I would have my days, you know, we do go to brunch, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like in my kitchen cabinet, I have this tea that supplement, that vitamin, that mineral, you know, I've, my diet is okay. Here's my menstrual cycle. Like Mm -hmm. what's going to help me alleviate the pains? What I've had a terrible menstrual cycle, my whole tire until I turned into a young woman. It Mm -hmm. was terrible. I would be nauseous. I would miss days of school. Like it was horrible. And so I said, okay, I had a baby. I'm trying to heal my uterus. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to heal my womb. Like, what do I need to do? What foods do I need to incorporate in my Mm. diet? You know, what vitamins do I need? And I wouldn't go all in buying everything. I would just switch up. So I would just add it in a supplement here, a supplement that I would just notice the difference. And especially around my menstrual cycle, you know, I would take certain teas, red raspberry leaf. Mm -hmm. I would take, I would mix it with hibiscus. I would have ginger root boiled like the week before my, you know, my period to alleviate some of that PMS. Mm -hmm. I would do uterus cleanses. You know, I would soak in the bath. I would do yoga. I would talk to it. Like Mm -hmm. we're healing. We're healing. You carried a baby. You carried a baby and we're healing. And so when I did those things and I saw the results, 
that just confirmed everything for me. And mm-hmm. I just kept at it. I kept at it. Food, especially like with my postpartum, I was like, okay, I'm having sugar cravings because my body wants more protein. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what protein. that is? Please put yeah. me on game, girl, because I am yeah. sweet tooth Eat over the protein. here. <laughs> <laughs> protein, okay. Eat the protein. And okay. um, and then, you know, for my moods, I would be like, okay, sugar is freaking horrible. Sugar is mm-hmm. horrible. Caffeine is amazing. I love me a cup of coffee, but... <laughs> You know that your anxiety is going to be on 10 all day. Mm. You know that you're going to be Do up I? later than you should. Hello. For me, yes. Mm. <laughs> I got the, like, Starbucks shakes, you know? And I would just, like, slow down on things that I know would have a cause and effect. Mm. And I started looking at food as energy and fuel. And one day I was like, you know, I, I was listening to somebody about like calorie, you know, deficit and like, oh, do this and then work out these, all this stuff, trainers, mm-hmm. um, nutritionists, listen to all these things. And one day I was like, let me just look up what calories mean. And it literally was like the measurement of energy, the unit measurement of energy. And I was like, yeah, food is energy. Everything that I put in my mouth is energy. It's energy wow. to heal. It's energy to keep going. And mm. I would wake up and I would listen to myself. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to make my omelet and bowl of <laughs> rolled oats or whatever. Like, okay, skip breakfast. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're just badgered into this. Don't skip breakfast. Eat three meals a day. You know, do your carb in the morning. Like all of these <laughs> things. And I'd be like, I'm going to listen to my body. And then once I started listening to my body, all of the like food allergies started to show. <laughs> and mm. that was crazy because I would be bloated. So here I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm chubby, whatever. And why am I bloating all the time? You know, why do I have this belly that's just bloated and it's hard I didn't know what it is I went to the doctor's gastritis was from all the drinking I had like a history of like blacking out getting an IV in my arm and they're like you literally messed up like all of that right so that's what told me on my record so what they didn't tell me is that food triggers it and here I am eating all these things like, oh, I'm going to have a salad. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I had to go deeper. I had to go deeper into it because I have food allergies. No, you can't have a raw salad and raw vegetables. Your body actually likes when your vegetables are juiced. Your body mm-hmm. likes when your vegetables are cooked. You know, like it's too much acid going on. Or it would be like, no, you don't actually like having carbs in the morning or oatmeal. You're going to bloat all day. It's triggering your gut, your gut is not healed. And mm. so I got into healing my gut. What do I need? What vitamins do I need? What supplements do I need? Do I need to detox? Like it's, it literally is just an onion. I had to just keep peeling back. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to fix now? I didn't even know I had all these problems. Wow. And I have changed majority of my problems just with food and herbs like what I'm putting in my mouth Mm -hmm. and so 
the gut got better. I don't bloat when I eat. <laughs> I I listen, you know, to what I need, like, especially around, um, you know, our, our, our menstrual cycle. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want food. My body does not want food. So, you know what I do? I drink tea. I'm getting the iron. I'm getting the vitamins. I'm having a piece of fruit if I'm hungry. I'm listening. I'm not forcing myself mm. to eat a full course meal and my body is purging at the moment. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going through a purge and I just want to add heaviness and whatever to that because I'm like trying to stick to this regimen. No. So I started mm. listening to my body and, you know, when I was upset or having a day where I'm like, my energy's off. Like, why am I so irritated today? Oh, okay. I should not have skipped breakfast this morning. I got up a little late or that cup of coffee or, you know, um, you decided to hit up Starbucks or your way out and you, what you get a a Danish or something, something so little, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm mindful of what I eat, but just that little switch up was just like, hold up, hold up, face breakout. (laughs) Oh my God. If I eat a piece of chocolate within the next couple of hours, my face is wow. like, pimple, big old bump. And so it just all like healing has been for me. It's just like, just really trusting myself and listening to myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how much food I was allergic to. So when I look back, when I was a kid carrying this weight on my side and my belly, I was eating things my body was allergic to. Wow. I didn't want that. And I didn't know. I just didn't know. And of course I could have gone to like, um, there's people that do food allergy tests, Mm -hmm. whatever the issue is. Our insurance really doesn't cover those type of things (laughs) and it's out of pocket and Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom, you know? And so I said, even though that is an investment, I honestly having a baby and having a kid, that investment really would have took a toll on my finances. It really would take a toll on my finances. And I was like, okay, what, what can I do now? What can I afford now? Mm-hmm. You know? And I just really would research everything. Like every, what does this vegetable do to my body? You know, um, what vitamins do I need if I have depression? What vitamins do I need if, you know, I am like lack of, I call it lack of motivation, but just like extreme fatigue. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I so tired? Like, what am I, what is my diet doing? And so like, it just would go, I would just peel back the onion, peel back the layers and I would just change and I just became knowledgeable. And then especially with food, you know, these days, everything is just so processed, Mm -hmm. so processed. So made in the lab, it got to the point where I'm like, looking at the ingredients, like, I know my body cannot have this. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to trigger, you know, my gut and I'm going to be bloated for a few days. I know that if I have this, like, I'm going to have fatigue because it has too many calories and sugar, mm-hmm. you know? And so I switched up to the farmer's market. <laughs> I switched up the grocery stores I went to. Mm-hmm. And everything that I thought when I was healthy and running and losing weight, it just wasn't, it just wasn't. And so when I had my kid and I started to like, 
just really just want to feel better, I learned so much. And now I love it. I love it. I've always been a vegetable and fruit person, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just something I'm like excited to eat. Like I'm, I get excited to make recipes. Like what can I get creative with an eggplant now? Like, you know, just (laughs) so random. (laughs) Um, But I would just do that. And recipes, I would have like, I made a list, literally all of my little, I call them little health problems. I made a list of what foods can support that. What vitamins. I love that. That's a great, that's a great first step. Mm -hmm. What vitamins do I need to support this? And then the vitamins turned into what foods give me the highest of these vitamins. And I would just make lists and I would go to the grocery store and pick the vegetables off the list and I would incorporate them all together right? Mm. So an eggplant might do this. Uh, A bell pepper might do this. A ginger root might do this. And I would go to the store, like, these are the only things I'm going to put in my body. And I'm going to get creative with it. And I made recipes. I made smoothies. I made juices. I was making salads and all types of things. But I was literally only eating what I felt like my body needed at the time. Mm. And it's mm. been extremely fun. It's been so fun. I love it. I love making things for people. You know, a lot of people in my family don't eat healthy. And so mm. I'm like excited to be like, try this. And they're like, oh, it's so good. And then I'm like, okay, let me tell you what it does for you. Like, <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> what are the benefits of it. I like, I get that, so yeah. excited. I get so excited. And they're like, really? I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, I love it. So it, it's just been so fun. Even my kid, like my kid, he eats vegetables and fruit more than a normal five-year-old, to mm. be honest, okay? Or which is what I've seen. And he has, he's like, mommy, I want tea for breakfast. Uh, can I have my tea before bed? Uh, mommy, you know, I need a smoothie. I need some fruit, mom. Like I'm hungry and- I would give it, and of course, any of any kid, they see candy, chips, whatever. Right. I just wouldn't buy the, of course, I'm a, like organic mom. I just wouldn't <laughs> buy the processed chips. I'm buying right, the right. natural ones. You know, I let my kid have fun. I don't restrict him. Mm-hmm. I don't restrict him because I feel like if I restrict him, he's going to go on a path where he's going to like binge or be sneaky, you know, just like I was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, how can I? give him everything he needs, especially because he's growing and he was born so early. And, right. and you know, every time I'll go to the doctor, they're like, he's above his curve. He's above his curve. I can't believe how big, <clears throat> excuse me. I can't believe how big and strong he is, you know? And they're like, he was born like so little, like, oh my God, so great to see him. And I'm like, low key in my head, I'm like, yeah, cause I didn't listen to you guys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> In the NICU, they were mean to me. You know, I was like advocating for my son. I was like, uh, no, like we need to go home. Like he's ready. He needs to go home and heal. He he keeps getting sick in here. Mm-hmm. I need to advocate for him. I need to protect him. And so th- learning about food and how how much, you know, food you need to just be healthy mm-hmm. really helped him as well. And so I just, I and I wasn't, like 
I wasn't strict to myself. I didn't want to be mean to myself. You know, I feel like people have always been mean to me about my weight. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be mean to myself. You know, I didn't look at it as a bad thing. I looked at it as things I just need to fix. Right. Whether And it shouldn't please nobody but me. But there's just things I need to fix. That doesn't really make me who I am. Right. And so I have a Virgo moon. And I'm like, what can I fix today? So... So I'm like, what can I fix today? What can I Mm. fix now? And I go to the doctor, I go to the dentist, whatever. But that advocacy kicks in. And before you push medicine down my throat, before you want to do these other things, let me, you know, find some energy Mm -hmm. through food and herbs. Let me find what I need. Let me find these healing properties that God put into earth let me find that first and see if it works okay i'm not opposed to it i tell people go to the doctor please go to the doctor (laughs) get your blood work get your physicals go to the doctor figure Mm -hmm. out what's wrong by any means but know that there are so many other natural more affordable ways to heal yourself and i also look at it as like what if we didn't have these doctors and resources what if we didn't have it? Mm-hmm. What if we didn't have a dietitian or a gastrologist? You know, <laughs> what if we didn't have these people? How are we going to get it? How are we right. going to fix these things? Our ancestors were healing each other way down the line with mm-hmm. all types of flowers and herbs. <laughs> you know, we can go down our bloodline. Somebody's grandma, auntie, and mama was like come on baby I got something for you to drink and you're gonna feel better mm-hmm. you're gonna keep it going we're gonna we're gonna keep this going and we mm-hmm. have that in us and we have to find that and it's hard though because you, you gotta look I mean some people don't have resources true some people don't have resources and so when I talk about it I try to keep it basic mm-hmm. like everybody it has well I will hope so everybody has access to getting a banana <laughs> everybody has access to getting an apple you know uh, when you go to the store you want a bag of chips I know it's good it's crunchy it's salty but I love my crunch you had a bag of chips yesterday so pick the apple up pick the apple up what's the apple gonna do it's gonna curb your appetite because you're just hungry you just need mm-hmm. something to satisfy you. you just need something on your tongue pick the apple up mm-hmm. and I would just do that to myself you know it it, it was training it was training. I was like healing my relationship with food mm-hmm. because I had trauma with food. I had a toxic relationship with food. And that was honestly reflective of my outside, my external. Mm-hmm. And it got so, my skin, my hair, like what, what am I doing? Like my hair was shedding a lot. You know, what mm-hmm. herbs do I need? My skin was breaking out. Okay. I'm eating too much dairy. You know, try try the keto. Girl, it's too much dairy. It's too much fat in your diet. Your body is like, no, girl. Mm -hmm. So all the fruit you're eating in the morning, I I got a big old watermelon from farmer's market. I'm glowing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hydrated. Okay. I'm hydrated. My skin is hydrated. Yes. My insides is hydrated. Mm -hmm. It is reflective. I I glow. Yeah. And so I'll catch myself though. I'll have moments of sadness, 
Mm-hmm. My, my PMS, my, and you know, my PMS is terrible because I know what I did wrong. You, you, sh- you ate a piece of cheese. You <laughs> ate some sugar. And then now your period's terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause it's cause and effect. And we're, for some women, sugar and dairy. Okay. Carbs, fried anything, mm. even caffeine can trigger your period to, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. get on graphic, but it can be heavy and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would be like, I'm just mindful of everything, everything, all this. And um, it's been fun. It's been fun. I, I still learn stuff. I, you know, get books. I don't have the time as a mom to take courses. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for my kid to like be full-time, responsible, routine, school, whatever the case is. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I can't wait for that. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to unlock more. I feel like I'm going to be able to help more people because oh, I what that. I know now, how I feel, I want other people to feel, mm-hmm. especially women that do struggle with eating habits or their weight. And eating habits are not always associated with being overweight. They are people mm-hmm. that have a slender physique and they binge, you know, like they feel guilty for eating this or that. They might've come mm-hmm. from a household where it's like, you can't have candy, you know, right. da, 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 da. mom, right. mom will pop your hand. Now, now you're 30 years old sitting on the couch, eating an entire bag of Starburst. Why did, why did mm. you have to take it that far? Why'd you have to take it that far? Mm-hmm. <laughs> trauma, trauma. Okay. Trauma. Mm. You got to heal that. It's not an, it, when you tell people, oh, I'm eating better and I'm going on, not, I don't want to say diet, but I'm going on a diet. I'm changing how I eat. They're just like, oh, you're trying to lose weight. No, it's for any and everybody. It's for kids. My kid, I was told when he was three, he was on the spectrum. I immediately opened my book. Okay, uh- what foods trigger? trigger that anxiety and autism and you know being hypersensitive what what triggers that wow and i'd be like that's what we're not gonna do we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna trigger some responses Mm. you know we're gonna we're gonna alleviate that we're gonna heal that we're gonna manage that and i did that for him like i have family members that would get sick or a friend gets sick i'm like try this see how you feel like it just all it, it takes a lot, you know, to just hold all this information in. And I, and I understand people are not always capable of doing this. I, I, I greatly understand. Okay. But it has just been such a healing moment to be like, I'm eating food and in the best way possible I could for my best self, literally. Mm. You know, and, you know, I have days triggered, <laughs> might go through a heartbreak and, you know, I want a taco and wine. I don't feel bad about eating tacos and wine. Like mm-hmm. I'm not in that mind state where it's like, this food is bad for you and you're going to be sick. Like, right. I didn't give myself that anxiety. I didn't. I just was like, I'm just mindful. I'm mindful. It's a cause and effect. I know the cause and effect of that. And I just really don't restrict myself. I have a good time. I get creative in the kitchen. But I know that it's just what my body needs. It's literally, I just give my body exactly what it needs. So Mm. that that has been my relationship with food. 
and healing. And I'm rambling again. Oh my God. That was so <laughs> beautiful. I loved, loved, loved. I don't have no questions. You answered all of them. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to ask now. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I do have one yeah. question. Okay. I do have one question. When you were talking about how you were looking up certain herbs and things yeah. to um, really balance out any anxiety and depression. I would love for you to just give some options for people. I know, especially myself, I'll, I'll at least speak for myself, that I know I struggle with depression and anxiety as well. So yeah, and I would love to just know like what you found in your research around those two yeah, things. So um, there is holy basil, okay? okay holy basil, um, I've heard of that. Holy, ba- holy basil is minty. It's a minty little herb. And have you heard of ashwagandha? I have, I was actually taking it for a while. Holy basil is the brother of ashwagandha okay. or the sister, whatever you want to call it. It gives you the same effect. It, it okay. calms you down. It stimulates your mood. Um, your nervous system, everything is connected. So our nervous mm-hmm. system, um, when it's inflamed, when it's in stress and whatever the case may be, it gives us those hormones and it give, it causes anxiety in our brain. So, and don't quote me on that, <laughs> but holy basil calms you down. Okay. okay. It balances and helps your nervous system. And then you have um, St. John's wort. So I have been looking into that lately. I actually just picked up an herb um, mm-hmm. supplement about that because I, I have learned that it helps women with P- PCOS. Hmm. So I wanted to like investigate it a little more, but I heard that it helps combat uh, depression as well. Okay. So I'm excited to try that. Um, you can have like healing herbs like chamomile, mm-hmm. um, hibiscus. There are, of course, lavender. Everybody right. thinks of lavender as a fragrant. You can drink it. It's very mm-hmm. light. It's light like jasmine tea. Okay. It's very floral. Um, but those are calming herbs. Uh, you could use that in a bath. You don't even have to drink it. You can make herb pouches, put that in your bath. You can, you can um, put them in your oils. You know, you can infuse honey with it. Mm. Those healing properties from those plants give you a balanced nervous system. And when your nervous system is balanced, all of that going up there, you know, that it kind of alleviates. And and I'm not saying it cures it. It doesn't cure it and make it magically go away. Mm -hmm. But you'll notice the difference, you know, and there's valerian root, which helps you just go to sleep, just like okay. chamomile. Um, there are so many, like, tea. It's like one tea doesn't fix one problem. It fixes so many others. Mm-hmm. So I'll do holy basil in the morning, right? I'm like, I'm ready to just get my nervous system calm. Like, I'm just trying to balance it right now, trying to just give it all it needs. So I'll mm-hmm. do, like, holy basil and then um, at night, I'll do like chamomile. I want to relax my body. I want to put myself in a calm state. Like anxiety for me is like my mind just talk, like I'm talking all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and so at night, I'm replaying things. I'm thinking of what's next. What am I going to do in the morning? Da-da-da-da-da. So my routine would be like, let me have some chamomile tea. 
Let me take a chamomile bath, you know? Let me do these things to balance it out, to calm our body down, because our body responds to everything that we consume. Mm -hmm. So that's helpful. And then for women, when we're menstruating and going through our period, we're hormonal. Like, I don't know about you, but that's, that is like, I am night and day. It's pretty scary. (laughs) It's pretty scary. But our Mm. hormones are so out of whack sometimes. Mm -hmm. The new moon, the full moon, all of these things are so, can cause our brain to just be like, woohoo. Like, either I'm turning these lights out or we're going to be on a hamster wheel, you know? And so yes, I would take, I would drink those teas. I would have those herbs. Most of those herbs, I do have teas, but I've been doing tinctures lately. They're just okay. drops. I just put in water. I just feel like it's just easier because with my herbs, I got to, you know, boil I'll them steep and, and let them sit. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> I got to do all of that. Um, yeah. When I was taking yeah. the ashwagandha, I was actually, I was doing the tincture form. I actually was doing elderberry and ashwagandha. Um, and then I I just kind of stopped I think my intention was to experiment with other herbs but I just never did any research um Mm -hmm. so yeah I think I do want to get started back into that and it can feel really overwhelming and I feel like that's kind of like been my um hindrance to a, a degree but I really love how you highlighted just like just start with the biggest ailment that you're going through right now you know biggest and and pick pick one herb there's so many herbs that can fix mm-hmm. it. Don't mm-hmm. like get overwhelmed and be like, I'm going to grab five of these, you right. know, start with one, literally start with one, do the tinctures. I think, especially because we've been in a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. How can I protect my immune system? What, is, what am I going to give my body? I would take oregano oil. Okay. I would okay. take, I would make my own elderberry syrup. Mm. <laughs> I would infuse it with clothes. I would infuse it with herbs that help with your respiratory. I would okay. infuse it with herbs that do help your um, immune system fight whatever it needs off, your lymphatic system. Mm. I would give myself these herbs and I would mix it up. I would mix it in a big honey and I would just take it every day. Mm. Take it every day. Wow. And I worked on my immune system a lot. Like it, it was just a morning routine. Like you're going to take your black seed oil. You're going to take your uh, oil of oregano. Mm-hmm. You're going to take your astragalus. You're going to, astragalus is good for immune system and respiratory. Okay. You're going to take these herbs. You're just going to make one big mixture, right? Swallow it, honey. <laughs> I would just swallow honey. And I, I did go a little overboard. Now I don't do as much. Um, which I need to get back to protecting my immune system. But Mm -hmm. for now, I've just been focusing on um, balancing my nervous system. Mm -hmm. And because I want to, you know, our nervous system is what keeps us triggered. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it is the holy basil tinctures in the morning with some honey. It is some elderberry honey. It's just different things and I just wouldn't overwhelm myself because some people aren't vitamin people you know right some people are like I'm not getting up taking my vitamins Monday Tuesday Wednesday I'm not doing <laughs> that I don't have time for that but <laughs> when you know like what you like whether the herb is a tea 
whether the herb is a tincture or it's a pill, Mm -hmm. like, you know, remind yourself that stay consistent. Just ask God, let me be consistent. It don't have to be every day, all day. There's some people I props to them. You know, sometimes I forget to, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm in a rush. Um, but start with literally just what you need. And if you don't notice a difference, switch it up. If you don't notice a difference, advocate for yourself at the doctors, Mm -hmm. you know, ask questions, look up like, okay, what else? Our body responds to everything differently. So don't let that intimidate you at all. I, everything has been trial and error for me. Okay. Like literally. (laughs) And what I know that just helps make everything easier is those certain herbs for whatever ailments I might have put in honey. Because I know I'm going to drink a cup of tea every day. (laughs) So I'm going to just mix this honey up, put it in my little cup of tea, and keep it moving. I'm not going to stress myself like, I got to take all my vitamins in the morning. I got them lined up. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. But when I'm sick, when I'm (laughs) sick, I'm a warrior. Like, I immediately. We doubling up. We tripling up. My zinc, my magnesium. Like, I got the elderberry out. We're doing a fast. Like, I immediately. (laughs) it kicks in you, you mm-hmm. just know you listen to your body mm, I love yeah. that wow this has been such a eye-opening mind-opening conversation and I just want to thank yeah. you so much for sharing your story like whew. I love talking to you <laughs> <laughs> I just I deeply it. appreciate you sharing your story because I mean it really just like at least on my end Obviously, I have a, a bit more of a personal relationship with you, but it just kind of brought everything full circle for me. I was just like, oh, yeah. there we go. That makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. Lately, my, my you know, because everything is steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I've been telling like myself, like, we're going to shake this trauma off. We're going emo- to release these emotions. We're gonna we're gonna hit these we're gonna slim these thighs down, okay? Let's walk <laughs> this belly off. Like yeah. we're gonna get it off, girl. Like mm-hmm. you've got all the tools you need. Let's go get it. Yeah, praying that. I've been I've been talking to God. Like, yep, we're gonna get it off. Yep, we're gonna release it. We're gonna unlock it. Like all this, mm. any weight that women carry that experience any problem with weight, whether it's being ten pounds overweight or a hundred pounds. Those are just emotional attachments, trauma, Mm. not being heard as a child, not being seen, not being loved, abuse, sexual abuse. Mm. You know, we carry our weight in different ways and different ailments are as an emotional response, as a spiritual response. Mm -hmm. And I just been telling myself like, we got the tools, we got this, we know this, you know, we're eating good, we're feeling good. And we got to, we got to peel back these onion layers. <laughs> we got to get it. to it. We got to get it off. And, you know, every, everything I learned about like eating healthy or whatever, it do, it doesn't always equate to being your best physique. It, mm-hmm. it really doesn't. I know that I have to go lift weights. Okay. I'm in physical therapy. I'm making sure. And physical therapy has helped me a lot because Um, I had experienced my hips lock up from my surgery. Oh, so when I'm in the gym lifting weights, I'm in pain. 
<laughs> when wow. I'm doing certain yoga poses, I'm in pain. My hips are my hips are locked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm in physical therapy and they're unlocking and they're healing and you know, I'm eating the good food and, you know, I'm, I'm staying hydrated. I'm taking what I need. And it's everything about healing is literally holistic, literally mm. every aspect of it, the food you eat, your emotions, uh, your physical. And so it lately, I'm like, my focus is physical, okay? Next time we might talk, I might be trying to do Pilates on Zoom. I don't know. (laughs) No, you know what I saw? It's a new level. It's a new level. Absolutely. And you know what I saw? Um, Thank you, Spirit, for reminding me because I almost forgot. Mm -hmm. When you were talking about, like, making herb pouches and doing this and doing that, and I was like, child, I'm about to get Lexi to host a workshop right quick or something. Like, people... (laughs) I'm dead ass. I saw you doing that. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be such a good idea. I make a lot of things. And that's, I mean, I've always been artistic, but I don't, I love art, but I just think I'm really just creative. That's what it is. I get so creative. That's what it is. I get so creative. And I'm like, I love to share. Like if on my Instagram, I'm like sharing this, sharing that, like, Ooh, make this. Like, have you tried this? Like, here's the benefit of this guys. Like, this feels good. I'm, you know, when I meet people, everything I make, I even share. Mm. I share it. Try this new recipe. Try this new honey. Like I got my my friend on. Um, she was talking about her menstrual cycle. I gave her a tea blend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, take this honey and take this little supplement, and you know, like, and I'm like cooking her meals, like reminding her, like you can eat healthy. I I know we got we're in a food shortage. Things are expensive. But let me share. And that makes me feel good. That makes me want to keep going, keep doing it. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, girl, we might have to collaborate because I saw that way too yeah. clearly. I would love a workshop, but I would also love to learn from others. I love learning. I love learning new things. Mm-hmm. You I know, you learn when you teach. That is true. That is true. It's all right, girl. I'm, listen, I got your number. I'm going right. to be doing Pilates sex, though. You're going to catch me doing Pilates on Instagram. I love it. I love it. But no, seriously, I, I would. It. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow spirit to seed some ideas. But no, I really, I think that might, I think that would be really special. And that would be really awesome. So, so yeah, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Well, you know, I love talking to you. So you just, whatever you need me to do, I'm here. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes. I thank mean, you for seriously. letting me talk. Thank you for hearing me. Yes. Okay. I, I'm heard, honey. Here. Heard. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for Definitely. that. Definitely. Now, where can people find you? I saw you. I saw you were on TikTok now, girl. Um, I'm trying. I cannot keep up with these kids. Okay, I am old. Um, but my Instagram is Bonnie Botanical. B O N N I E B O T A N I C A L. Long. It's long. Um, I'm on there. I've been quiet lately, but I got my recipes up. I do post things. Um, my messages are always open. Mm. I don't really have anything else. I haven't been introduced to anything else. So if any suggestions I'm willing to take, if you want anybody want to talk to me or see me somewhere else, let me know. Because <laughs> uh, I don't really have the hang of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
that's it. That's all you can find me on. I love that. Well, thank you yeah. so much, my love. It was a pleasure talking with you. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to have you back on to see how the Pilates is going. <laughs> <laughs> you can get an update. Yes, give you an update, girl. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm unlocking new levels, okay? Yes. <laughs> All right, love. I'll see you next time. Okay, thank you. Hello, beautiful being. I just want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If there's anything that you heard in today's episode that really resonated with you, go ahead and send it to a friend who could use a dose of insight or inspiration. And if you're really feeling about it, leave a rating and review, letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. Until next time. Bye.